Let's talk about dancing and internationally touring artists. Multiple week-long tours to massive audiences in major cities. And then let's talk about that one time the tour didn't go so well because you were promised some pretty basic things, but management couldn't get their act together. So you were having the worst time of your life, but you had to do the job anyway. And you were really upset and part of the experience. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to find out the answer to the question through our latest big business blunder. How exactly do you get out of a bad situation with a customer or client when you're in the middle of said situation? It's time for a big business blunder. Meet Jordan Wentz. She's a professional dancer, fitness expert, movement therapy coach, and hype woman who uses her 20 years of performance and mindset experience to help people ditch their self-limiting beliefs and find the confidence to live their most amazing lives. How does she do it all? Through epic dance parties. I feel very fancy letting you know that she's an internationally touring choreographer and film actress who began coaching others on the tips and tricks that led her to a successful career on stages across the world after overcoming debilitating low self-confidence herself. She then founded My Movementality, a platform for total health and wellness through movement where she's helped thousands transform their inhibitions to shine their brightest and live their fullest lives. Jordan's been featured on K-Rock Radio and has worked with Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign and even this tiny little company you might have heard of called Reebok. What? She believes that through the power of dance and a supportive community, you can shift any situation. Want to hear about the most hilarious and equally terrifying situation of Jordan's life so far? I was on a business trip overseas on contract as a choreographer and dancer for a popular U.S. artist. We absolutely loved this place and we're having a great time. Everything was epic for the first couple days anyway. Then as the days went by, things began to get weird. I kept reminding myself of cultural differences and using that as an excuse. But things started to get really real when our tour manager told us he couldn't pay us. As a former music artist manager myself, I didn't even know the rest of the story yet, and this stopped me in my tracks. Already on tour and a manager announces that they can't pay up? I mean, it's age old, and it's happened to artists as long as artists have artisted. Hopefully, though, your antenna went up too. We were, of course, confused because that had all been laid out in our contract. But we were sympathetic when he said, tomorrow tomorrow came and still no pay. And then there were the horror movie hotel rooms they tried to put us up in because they supposedly didn't have the money and wouldn't until we performed the following week. Mind you, this was a huge company with plenty of money. Delayed payments? Forged signatures? Horror movie hotel rooms? Off to a really great start. We tried to remain calm and cool and do what we were there to do and also loved doing. Performing! 
This first few shows, they were incredible. They were so much fun. And so many hilarious drunk foreigners that all thought we were the coolest thing they'd ever seen. We had some good times and felt like total royalty, at least from the crowd. But to the people that were supposed to be paying us, we were being treated more like peasants. We became increasingly angry when they paid us half our contracted amount. We asked that the full amount be paid and deposited before our show. So they said they did when actually they did not. This went on and on and come to find out our contract was void because our U.S. liaison had forged their signature. What did you say? In sum, we were in another country with no contract and were sort of at the mercy of how much these people were willing to pay us to feed ourselves. This went on and on until we finally had enough of this nonsense. Our last stand was that we said we would perform if they bought our plane tickets home since the first set they sent us was fake and paid us our renegotiated rate before we stepped on stage to perform that night. So we got ready. We stood by the stage and as they announced us, I turned to our tour manager who was sweating bullets. Guess what? No tickets and no money. So we left. Our tour manager found us later and translated a very angry voice on the other end of the phone. The boss man said that we made the company look bad, so we needed to perform for another two weeks with no pay, go apologize to the owner of the venue for leaving, and if we didn't agree to these terms that they'd have us thrown in jail for working illegally without permits. Threats now? Come on! Well, we wouldn't be working illegally if they had given us the work permits they promised us in the contract. Oh, wait. This kind of sounds like one of those stories that you hear and all the while that the person's telling it. You're thinking, come on, what? How could they even get themselves into that kind of situation? No one takes them seriously. The blame falls onto the person that's stuck. But in the world of artist management, this is sadly pretty common. So what happened next? Things had just turned ugly, and to be honest, I was actually beginning to fear for my safety. So my crew and I looked around at each other and telepathically agreed to agree to this bogus proposal, knowing that the moment we were alone, we were going to get the heck out of there. So we snuck out at 2.30 a.m. Unfortunately, our tour manager caught wind of our escape and came running after us. Needless to say, it ended with a near fist fight and our manager having a bloody nose. But I talked to him. I was his favorite. And somehow, miraculously, he didn't call his boss in that moment. But instead, he turned around and walked away in the middle of a torrential downpour. Yes, just like in the movies. We hopped in a taxi, booked it to the airport, and we're out of there. Woo! Just like in the movies. Well, they do make for really good stories. The relief of not having to worry about your safety is phenomenal. But what about the after effects of a situation like this? What did it teach Jordan? This crazy experience taught me a couple of lessons. Number one, investigate your contracts. That's right, dear listener. Make sure you know what you sign. And if it's possible, what you didn't sign before being obligated to people and things particularly when they're foreign to you. You don't have to travel across the world for this to become a big problem. And frankly, we often sign contracts that we never read. You know that accept button that you click to just get past that contract screen and into the website you're signing up for? That. Number two, the power of dance. 
When I stepped on stage, all the stress of the situation melted away and I was left feeling free. And for those few minutes on stage, I was having the time of my life. That's when I realized the true power of dance and that no matter where you're at or what you're experiencing, if you take the time to dance, it can totally transform you. The Fraggles were right all along. You can dance your cares away. What's your version of Jordan's dancing? How do you free your mind from worry? The third lesson was community. Had I not been on tour with those other amazing souls, I would not have lasted. Even in the toughest of times, we were able to laugh and lift each other up, and and that was priceless. Well, you know what I think about community. I always say that you can't build a business alone. Part of the reason I say that is because of exactly what happened to Jordan. Any kind of issue that shows up in your biz, sort it out with people in your community. Don't do it alone. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast. You can record a message there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these zany stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, Aaron, and Jordan for making this podcast with me. You can find my movementality at mymovementality.com. That's M-Y-M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T-A-L-I-T-Y.com. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.